everyone. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm wondering, did you know that you can now join Ask the Tarot every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern live on Spotify? That's right, live. But we all know the best part of tarot isn't just listening, it's getting your own cards read. Have a question about your future or your past? Maybe about your love life or your career? I wanna hear from you. All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app in your app store or click the link in our episode descriptions to sign up for free. Then follow Ask the Tarot in the Spotify Live app to get notified every time I go live and hear what the tarot has in store. Why miss out on that? This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, everybody. It is Michelle T., your host. Welcome to another edition of Ask the Tarot Live Thank you guys for being here. I'm so happy to be here also. Hold on. I'm going to invite everybody. I like to invite everybody. Invite. Okay, cool. Um, yes. Hello. You're here. Um, maybe you want a tarot reading. If you do, here's what you do. You just raise your hand, right? Just raise your hand and you'll go into like, you know, a queue and I will get to as many of you as I can. Okay. Um, there is another way to submit a question and I wouldn't get to you tonight, but hopefully in the future, if you're feeling shy, you don't want to talk, you can um, find me on Instagram. I'm, I'm at Michelle Tees, T-E-A-Z. You can find me there and um, uh, you can send me your question and I'll answer it in, on another show. Okay. Like another night. These shows happen every Thursday, six o'clock Pacific time, nine o'clock Eastern. Um, if you love it and you want to listen to more, 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 just go to Spotify and search for um, Your Magic. That's my podcast. And in that same thread, you'll find all the back episodes of Ask the Tarot. Um, is that all the things I want to tell you? There's so, there's so much to tell you. Like if you're listening on Spotify and you want to participate, like ask an actual question, raise your hand. All you have to do is hop over to the Spotify live app and you can do that. So that's really easy. Um, what else do I want to tell you? If y'all want to like be friends and hang out forever, yes, Jasmine, Discord. There's a Your Magic Discord room where um, it's a place for everybody in this beautiful community to find each other when it's not Thursday night, you know? Um, so yeah, that's, that's, I think that's all for now. I'll repeat some of it later. Um, I do want to say that, um, your magic is having, we're trying to get more information from our listeners to see like what, what you like, you know, um, so that we can do more things you like and stop doing things that nobody likes, you know? And if you, uh, take the survey, which is pretty quick, you get entered into a drawing to win a tarot reading with me, a private reading. So check that out. You can find it um, on uh, your uh, your magic's Instagram at this is your magic. Take our survey, man. Okay, let's get into it. Let's help some people. All right, here is a question that came in to my Instagram. Hi, Michelle. I am a 29 year old budding professional. I have found my niche in nonprofit management and will be starting my master's degree in the fall. My motives to be in nonprofit work are to help people and promote equity in the community. While I am doing that in my current position, I am conflicted about whether it's time to move on. 
I was promoted to a management position at the agency I've been with for five years last September. And while I enjoy it, sometimes I feel like I've outgrown my time at the agency. I love most of my coworkers and get along with them, but I know in my heart, this is not my forever place of employment. Oh my God, it's not your forever family. I live in Buffalo, New York, and the population I serve was directly impacted by the mass shooting on May 14th. Oof, okay. This caused people at my agency to express their very biased opinions, and it's been a tense work environment. Oh my God, that's horrible. I'm so sorry. But that's just like, you know, that must be so disappointing to be working in a nonprofit environment where you hope everyone's on the same page, and then you find out that like people's response to a hideous tragedy is to show their... Ugh, sorry. Sorry. Humans, why? Um, Amanda, I see that you're new and I want to say hi to you. Thanks for being here. Okay, let me continue um, with this person with our querent who wrote in, um, I try my best to keep to myself about my feelings and opinions, but it's hard work when I am very vocal about social justice. Now with the overturning of Roe v. Wade, oh man, right, you guys? Listen, I'm just interrupting this to say, if anybody needs an abortion... <laughs> Come to California. I will help you find a place. If anyone is, if you, if you are, are people you love, find yourself in a state that has outlawed this basic right that makes, you know, people who have uteruses lives, you know, manageable. <laughs> um, and you find yourself in a shitty situation. I am seriously not kidding. I will help you find a place, a safe, good place to stay. Okay. So just wanted to say that. Um, you can always find me on Instagram at Michelle Tease, T E A Z. All right. Uh, this is a very long, this is long. Okay, but we're coming to the end. I am in the early stages of interviewing for a position at Planned Parenthood to directly help people who are considering or planning on getting an abortion. In my mind, this would have a greater impact on my community and the country and re reproductive rights is something I am truly passionate about. I am conflicted still if I want to leave my agency. The only other person who works my program resigned last week. Oh, they're dropping like flies. And I'm the only one who knows how to run the program I'm currently in. I'm unsure what to do. Huh. Okay, so I grabbed my uh, Marseille tarot deck and I picked three cards for staying and three cards for going. I love clear cut, you know, questions like this. I love complicated questions too. I love, I love everyone's problems. Don't get me wrong. So for staying in this place, the first card that you get, I mean, it, it does look like it's going to be hard for you to stay there, right? You get the six of swords, right? And that's a sort of like, oh, it's, um, I'm sorry, not the six of swords. That would be wonderful. You get the seven of swords, which is just sort of like cloudy emotions, thinking you can do more than you can do. Um, yeah, feeling like your time is up, right? And then you got the seven of wands. Seven is a really emotional number. Um, and it's just like, it's a little out of whack with the seven of wands. It's, you have the energy to stay there, but it's exhausting. So obviously I want to tell you to get the hell out of there. That doesn't look good. But guess what? Your final card is the world. Now in the Marseille Tarot, there is no universe card. So the world is the universe and it is the big destiny. All is as it should be. You are where you belong type of a place uh, card. So, you know, it's actually telling you to stay at this job, um, which I'm sorry. About. Uh, you still don't have to stay there forever, but it seems like maybe now they need you and that community maybe needs you. Um, the, the cards for leaving are not terrible. Okay. You got the fool, 
So, you know, I love the full burst of fresh energy, just like jumping into something new. Nothing wrong with that. The nine of discs is, is actually quite good. Also, it's sort of like, oh, you, um, you know, you're, you're rising on your own work, right? You're almost at the 10. You've done so much hard work. You, you're clearly good at what you do. You'd have a great time, um, you know, being at Planned Parenthood and you'd be so helpful. But then you get the seven of cups, which is just sort of like more of the same problems. Um, or still a sense of dissatisfaction. So I feel like you should stay where you are for the moment, but I'm really wondering about the, the, um, the, the, the toll it's taking on you, not being able to speak out when you hear people say bigoted things, you know? Um, I know that the shooting that happened in Buffalo really uh, targeted a black neighborhood, was targeting black people. So I'm guessing that what you're hearing on the job is anti-black racism. And, I'm wondering if there is a way, oh, it looks hard. It looks very hard, but yes. Okay. I just picked the 10 of swords, but then right after that, I picked the high priestess. It looks really, really hard for you to speak against it and to speak challengingly to the things that you're hearing. But I think it's really important. And if you look at it like an opportunity, right, to actually challenge racism, you know, um, as it's manifesting through the person in front of you. I think that maybe you'll feel a little better about being there. And maybe that's one of the reasons why you're supposed to be there right now. I know that it can be really um, nerve wracking and anxiety inducing to speak up when you hear something, but um, it's really important, you know, and especially in a workplace, it's really important that people understand that things they're saying are appropriate, are welcome. So um, I think that, you know, you can do it. You can move past that 10 of swords and really let the high priestess guide you, which is, you know, the high priestess in so many ways is our higher self, right? And it's like your higher self, you're all of our highest self, right? Ideally, I think we want to be challenging systems of hatred and inequity in our culture and in our world. So here's the world giving you an opportunity to do that right in your workplace. Um, and, you know, figuring out the right way to do it is going to be a challenge, but you can do it. And we are here. Yes. I see you, Ani, saying, always love when the high priestess shows up. I mean, that's a person you want to have your back when you might have to get into it with somebody who's got some ignorant ideas about the world. Okay. Um, good luck to you, Querent. All right. Let me see. Who's got their hands up right here in the room? Casey, I'm going to call on you right now. Hold on a second. There we go. Hello, Casey. Hi. Hi. Um, wow, I really wasn't expecting to get called on to be honest. Nobody ever is. Um, it's funny. <laughs> okay, so should I just like lay it out flat out what I'm lay okay. it out. I'm not a very spiritual person. I never really have been. In fact, my partner who I'm currently separated from has always been the more spiritual one. I guess what I'm 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 looking for is is are are the signs that I'm seeing, is everything that I'm seeing is that telling me, you know, something in the, in the continue to, to hope and stay positive realm? Or is it like, a, you need to let go and you need to forget about this uh, sort of situation? Um, because I, I feel like it's, it, I, I've been getting a lot of both um, the past few weeks. And yeah, sorry. Sorry. I'm a little scattered. I, I, oh, no, don't apologize. That's a, that's a great question. And it's actually very clear. It's very clear. So I'm going to shuffle right now. And ask, what does it look like for you to remain hopeful, to remain optimistic, to take some sort of, um, you know, hopefulness from the what the things that you're seeing that feel sort of like omens? What does it look like for you to stay in that state? 
versus now I'm shuffling asking, what does it look like for you to actually let go and move away from hope in this particular situation, you know, to, you know, take the focus off of whatever, whatever it is that you're hoping for and, you know, put that focus on yourself instead and, you know, seeing what your next, your next move in life might be. So what does that look like? What are those two options look like for you? Okay. So to remain hopeful looks good. And then to, oh yeah, yeah. I think you should remain hopeful, Casey. Um, here's the cards for kind of like, what did you say? Oh, I just said, let's, let's go. Yeah. Okay. Great, great, great. Um, so for, for, oh, can I ask you to, um, to mute yourself while I'm talking so I can hear a little echo? Absolutely. Sorry. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. So this is really interesting. So for, um, retaining hope, right? Um, you, first you got the queen of swords, which is really interesting because she's not that hopeful of a person. She's actually quite cynical. Um, and it's making me wonder, like, you know, do you need to look at your own cynicism? Like, do you need to amp up the hopefulness actually? Um, or how does, how is cynicism helping you? Um, are there things that maybe need to change? Are there real changes that can you hold on to hope and also hold on to, you know, something needing to change? And is there things, anything you can do to help that change happen? Your next card for being hopeful is the emperor. And I mean, that's beautiful. Like it's a major arcana. It's strong. It's going for it. It's confident. It's like, yeah, I'm hopeful because like I get what I want. You know, it's, it's maybe like a little cocky like that, but it's Aries. And so it just has this beautiful, like it doesn't even know not to be optimistic. So I love that. It's very, it's very trusting. And then your final card is the ace of discs. So that's great because that is really a card about manifesting and growth in a new cycle beginning. So these look really good to me. I'm so curious about that queen of swords. Maybe I'm hoping that it resonates and makes a little bit of sense for you. Um, but I think in, you know, in spite of her or along with her, hope does look good because, you know, walking away from hope looks like it would give you a lot of energy in this way. You've got the knight of wands. He's very spontaneous. He's like, he's like, I'm just doing, I'm not thinking. I'm not feeling, I'm just doing, he's all action. And then you have the princess of wands and she's great, right? She's like, you know, like trying to be fearless and daring, but then right in the middle of those guys, you have the eight of cups indolence and it's about like emotional neglect. So what I'm getting from that is for you to walk away means that you're having to like really um, ignore one of your emotional truths, something that is emotionally true for you. And I think that what is emotionally true for you is that you do have hope, you know, and like, we don't know, it, it, it looks like your hope will be rewarded, but you know, even, even if it's not, I mean, sometimes you just want to hold on to that because the opposite just feels too cynical or if like, that's just, that's what's true for you right now. Right. Is, is that that hopefulness feels real and feels true. So to go against that, you're going against your truth. Um, so so yeah, and, and again, it looks good for you to stay hopeful. It doesn't look like, oh, just stay hopeful for the sake of being a Pollyanna. It looks like like something's changed. Some changes come to you and some new beginnings. Does that make sense? Oh uh, yeah, it totally does. Um, thank you so much. I, I really... You're very welcome. And you know, I hope you get everything you want. I am trying my best. <laughs> right, right on. Okay, have a good rest of your night, Casey. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, to hope or not to hope, that is the question. Am I right? Okay, who else was here? Justine, you are up now, Justine. How can I help you? Or how can the tarot help you? 
Hi, Michelle. Thank you for calling on me. Okay, so my question, I'm hoping that you can kind of help me work in a way for the tarot, but we purchased, my boyfriend and I purchased a home and we completely renovated right before COVID. And it's been super challenging financial wise. And I'm kind of hoping that this is the year where we finally get to move in. So I kind of want to see like, but the tarot says, like, financially speaking, will we overcome the challenges with it? Um, we've even considered, like, like throwing in the towel and selling and starting fresh with just the house. It doesn't require so much work. So I guess, like, what does it look like if we continue to put in some work and some time into this? And, like, when are we moving in? And then the other side is, like, what if we just throw in the towel, sell it, and start fresh? So that's like one of my questions. And I do have another question if you have time for my career. Let's see. So I just pulled three cards on what does it look like for you to keep going with this with this house project. And now I'm shuffling asking, what does it look like for you to, you know, cut your losses and, you know, back out of it, whatever that means for you? Like, does that look like a better option for you guys to not move into the house? Do one last shuffle on that question. Um, and what's your last question? And my last question was um, career-wise. I took a promotion um, mm-hmm. almost about like nine months ago. And I'm kind of not 100% sure if this was the right move for me. It's a career change. So I just want to see what does it look like if I continue to stay here? Is this for me and I'm just getting like butterflies because it's new? Um, or is it really just not for me? Okay. So I just picked three cards for you asking what does it look like for you to stay in this new position? And now I'm asking and shuffling, um, what does it look like for you to just, yeah, if you do, is, is it, is it true that this is just actually not a good match for you? Let's see. Um, this is my last little shuffle, seeing what if you sort of just back out of this position somehow, you know, acknowledge that it's not right and just take the necessary action. Okay. So let's see for continuing with the house project. Um, huh. All right. You, you have the adjustment card. The three of discs, which is called work, and then the five of cups, which is called disappointment. Um, wow, this this house looks really rough. Like I'm seeing, I'm seeing here um, how hard this has been for you guys. Um, the alternative, which is you know, I guess backing out of it, selling it. Um, you got the eight of swords, which is called interference, and then the prince of swords, which is a very frustrated card. But then you get the empress. So ugh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This is. This is so rough. I mean, the it looks like to me the story of staying with the house. The adjustment card is the justice card, right? So with that, you're constantly balancing, weighing options. Is this the right thing to do? Is that the right thing to do? It just looks like there's a lot of questions and the stakes feel really high. It feels it feels stressful. I mean, the justice card adjustment is kind of stressful and it's really um, either soothed or further, you know, ruffled depending on the cards that are around it. So the next card is the three of discs, which is called work. So it's like, okay, it's telling me that you, there's still a lot of work ahead of you with this project, right? Um, so probably moving in, not quite, not quite yet. Mars and Capricorn, you're definitely building towards something, but it's a lot of work. Um, and then that final card, the five of, of cups, it's disappointment. It just, to me, it's saying that like, you're not going to be, you know, whatever, whatever you're hoping for right now is not going to come to pass in spite of you making the best decisions that you guys can make in spite of all of the work that you're doing. It just looks like the project is, 
it's it's just like force. I'm, I'm guessing it's probably forces that are bigger than you. I mean, you mentioned COVID. Challenging, yeah. Like the prices of everything have been inflated, and my dad, oh. the general contractor, so working with him, it's like we don't want to hurt his feelings and things, but it's like our money and our our. Yeah. So it's, you can't worry about their feelings. It's right. you know, it's biz- it's business, and you guys are the ones actually who are getting the most hurt here. Although that disappointment card, it, it's it does suggest like, oh, okay, yeah, you you don't want to disappoint somebody else by pulling out. But it does look like even though, you know, it's going to hurt to sell it, it does look like it ultimately leaves you in the best place. I mean, the first card you get for selling it is the Eight of Swords interference, right? It's a little bit of a hard market right now. Things are weird. I just did a tarot reading for somebody earlier who's having a little bit of a hard time selling her house. Um, So, And there's something, you know, there's just something in the way of you easily selling it. However, the next card is the Prince of Swords and he is a problem solver, right? So whatever this problem is, whatever, um, whether it's the market, whether it's something that, you know, needs to be done or needs to happen in order for it to go on the market, um, it's going to be annoying and frustrating, but you will solve this problem. The Prince of Swords is a problem solver. And then once that problem is solved, you're, you're the Empress. And that's easily the best card for you in the, in, in the, in the, these two draws, which are really both of them kind of stressful. I like that you end with such calm, peace, love, like a sense that you really did the right thing for yourself and got yourself out of a bad situation and can figure out, okay, what's next? You know, like how, how are we going to heal from this and where do we want to put our energy and money? Like what's our next goal? You know, what do we want to grow towards next? Does that make sense? Oh, sorry that it's so hard. Um, now let's see about this new job for you. You know, this is a good job for you. I think it is. Yeah. You just have to, you have to relax into it or fig- figure out like what the power dynamics are. The very first card that you have is the four of discs, which is called power. It's sun in Capricorn. Capricorn is, you know, the business, it's work, it's our careers. And so it's actually quite a strong card to get with, um, for a career reading. And the next two cards you get are also really great. So, you know, even though there's shadow sides to the power card, I'm not necessarily seeing that for you beyond what you're already feeling, which is a sort of out of sortsness. Are there power struggles or power dynamics? Uh, yeah, like I have one lady who thinks like she she's like she pretty much undermines a lot of the things I do, which kind of dismisses my authority in the clinic. And it's yeah. been really just just annoying is like the good word to do it. Cause it's like, well, this like I'm trying to yeah. I'm trying to succeed and then I feel like every step I take, there's somebody in the way. So well, you know, something it's like the next two cards you have is you got the three of cups, which is abundance, and then the magician. So these are really beautiful and strong. Um, I hear that she's trying to undermine you. You're clearly threatening to her, and you're probably threatening to her because you do have power, right? Um, it just might not be, you know, in full bloom yet because you're still new, or maybe it's more in bloom than you recognize um, because you're like just on the inside of it. Your next card is the three of cups abundance and then you get the magician. So what this looks like to me is like, you know, with that power card, you just always want to know, like, like, can I ask you like when she undermines you, does she kind of get away with it or is it just creating a lot of like bad vibes? All the time. She gets away with everything because she's, and it's kind of amazing. Like the things she's like been doing at the company in general with other people too. And she's just kind of gets a slap on the wrist and she is in a high power um, position. So she's she's my superior, but it's like weird because Mm -hmm. I have another person who's like more my superior. And I feel like 
I'm always like questioning like, well, who's actually <laughs> my boss here? Because I feel like I have a real boss who I enjoy. And then I have this woman who's kind of just in the way. And you know something, go where the love is. The like that abundance card shows that there is that, that you do have allies there. You have like one or more people who want to see you succeed and who you can be guardedly honest with and probably increasingly honest with with time and with closeness as intimacy builds it's you know it's mercury and cancer and cancer doesn't give everything away you know right away of course but when you're close to them they they're you're in there you know they got you um and then you have the magician so it's like you can actually rise up in this you can win this power struggle you can have what you want you can manifest it. I think that what you really want to try to do is not let her get, not let the power tripper get under your skin. Um, I think that like with that abundance card, it might be a little bit of like kill them with kindness, kill them with, you know, with um, pleasantries, rise above and just, you know, stay close to the good vibe. Go where the love is, stay close to your good vibe um, boss. And I think something is going to develop there where you'll be able to you know, speak frankly and be heard with time. I think you definitely wait it out. You know, your, your, your cards for leaving are not good. Um, you have the change card, which, okay. Yeah. It would be a change. Right. Um, and then you have the, um, the princess of swords and she's super reactionary. She's like, fuck this. You know, I mean, sometimes that's great and necessary, but then after that, you get this, the seven of wands, which is just about like a lot of effort to get what you want. It's very frustrating. So it doesn't look easy out there in the job world right now. Um, I think you have landed where you're supposed to be. And even though this sounds really um, annoying and, and frustrating, I think there's gonna, you're going to see movement with it. So just try to try to remember to keep your side of the street clean and definitely stay close to the um, your other boss. Gotcha. Thank you, Michelle. You're welcome. Good luck to you. Okay. Oh, hey, power trippers. Why do they do it? Hi, April, the newbie. I see this. Um, you are automatically muted, I believe. And I just want to say welcome to all the new folks who are here. And this is how this room works. If you'd like a tarot reading, just raise your hand. I can't get to everyone. I'll get to as many of you as I can. Uh, if you feel shy and you'd rather just kind of slip me a note, just find me on Instagram. I'm at Michelle Tease, T-E-A-Z. And you can just email me there, send me your note, and I will get to it hopefully on another day. Okay. All right. Let's look at one of them that actually came in that way. I love this question, okay? Um, let us see. I already picked the cards for it earlier. I prepped. Um, I have reconnected with an old friend from high school who is an amazing, awesome witch and is a priestess in her coven. She recently asked me to join in on further Sabbath and rituals. I am so honored, but I'm also nervous. I trust everyone in the group being a witch myself. But I like being solitaire. I'm scared I won't know as much as them. What would it look like if I participated with a coven? Or maybe not. Also, being a witch is so much fun. So maybe being with more witches is good. Us witches need to stick together, right? Oh my God, I love this so much. I want to be in a coven with you, Quarant. It's so, like, this question is so sweet. Um, so I grabbed the Cosmo Tarot and I picked three cards for you. What does it look like? If you say yes to the coven, I, mean, I kept trying to find like something that rhymes with like, yes, like say yes to the dress, like say yes to the cauldron, say yes to the, I don't know, the, the wand. I can't figure anything out. If somebody, if somebody out there is a better rhymer, put it in the chat. Okay. So listen, this is so interesting. The very first card that came up 
for you being part of the coven is the devil. Oh my God, it's so tempting. It's really tempting and it's triggering and pushing you a little bit, right? Um, you're like attracted to it. You're scared of it. You know, it's clearly, I mean, to me, the sentence in this question that really gives it away is, um, where is it? Um, you know, I'm scared I won't know as much as them. It's like, oh, that's the heart of it, right? It's like, will I be exposed as a fraud? Am I a fake witch? You know, that's like classic imposter syndrome. And that's the devil, right? Like that is such a, a little demon to have on your shoulder because, you know, it, 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 I mean, you know, imposter syndromes affect so many people in so many different ways, but they're all bad. Am I right? So your next card after the devil, after you face the devil is the world, right? Which is the universe. Like, oh my gosh, yes, you should definitely experience doing magic as part of a group with other witches. Like it's actually your destiny. <laughs> it's, um, it's a very big deal for you to do it. Your final card you have here, which is very interesting, is the Eight of Swords, which is that interference card, right? It's like, it's a, and, and I think, you know, swords are air and they're mental. And the number eight is also mental. So it's almost like overthinking it. Like, I think you might be overthinking it a little bit. Um, but also you might find that you don't actually necessarily want to be a big part of a coven. Like you don't necessarily want to, totally change your practice. You do like being a solitary witch, but also I think that it's going to be good for you to just know other witches. I mean, with that world card there, you've got to go, you know, and I think it's also very charged with the devil card. I think it's going to be a powerful experience for you. I don't think it's going to be bad. Like, even if it's not your first choice or you're like, that's not my cup of tea, I don't think it's going to be terrible for you. I actually think it's going to be really interesting because, you know, what if you don't know as much as them? how cool you get to learn more, right? You get to learn more, you know, about magic, about how other people approach it, what other rituals and, and, you know, procedures and tools people use. I think it's so cool. Of course, I picked three cards for you not going, right? And you got the lovers, which is like, okay, this is like a, a big question for you, really. Um, you know, the lovers is all about making a choice and making a commitment. And so it's like you're being it, it feels like it's much bigger than like, hey, do you want to come and do some magic? It's like, oh, what kind of a witch am I? Am I committing to being part of a group or am I committing to my own solitary practice? So um, the next one is the Six of Swords. I do think that at your core, you are a solitary witch, okay? I do think that that is the, your biggest truth. I think that's where you have the most freedom, the most clarity, um, the next card that here for you is the King of Wands, which is beautiful, right? It's like you're on fire. It's like grounded fire. Yes, you are a solitary witch and you should go and check out this coven. I don't think, you know, it's not going to change you. It's not going to make you be a coven witch, but maybe like you'll get invited to some witch parties, <laughs> learn a few things, make some friends. Um, it, it's, it's not a bad thing for you, but it's not going to change your practice that drastically either. Good luck to you, witchy, witchy poo. All right. Now, let me see who is here in the room. Kristen, how can I help you? Hello. Hi, Michelle. Um, I actually was connecting um, to see if you can help me on my love situation. Um, my, I would love to try to. <laughs> what is it? Um, my guy just moved to a completely different state than I am um, due to Air Force. And um, I'm wondering okay. if it will work out or should I just like 
call it quits and try like someone else out. <laughs> I'm very much at a crossroads. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So right now I'm shuffling asking, what does it look like for you to stick with this guy and to see, um, you know, try out a long distance relationship, um, you know, with seeing maybe in the future, I don't know, maybe you, you'll get relocated. Maybe you'll move to I him. I would but love to move to him. That's what like I want to do. But at the same time, I feel like I have to be realistic and I'm trying to see what to expect. Okay. So let's see, like, you know, since you just said that that's something that you really would love, what would it be like for you to stay with him, stay connected, keep, you know, putting your intentions towards him with the hope that, you know, at some point you will, you know, move towards him and it will no longer be long distance versus is now the moment to kind of, you know, reconfigure your romantic life and say, you know, this isn't going to work for me. Long distance relationships, you know, they are challenging. Um, what would it look like for you to kind of take back your intention and your attention from this person and look elsewhere in your sphere? Yeah. All right. So... Okay. Listen, you've got to stick it out with this guy, but it's going to be hard. I hate readings like this. I don't like telling people to stay with things that are going to be hard. Um, Here's the situation. It just looks like, you know, at least for now, right? He's your, he's your truth. He's where your heart is at. Is that right? Yes. He's where your heart is at. Um, the very first card that came up is the three of wands. And that is, that's a real card about like purity of intention, purity of desire, putting your energy exactly where it's meant to go. So you are meant to be focused on him right now. Um, but it does look hard. The next card that comes is the 10 of swords. Has he moved away already? Yes, he just did this week. When did he leave? This week. Oh, okay. So it's fresh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're going to be, you're going to be a little bit in the cloud of it and in the hurt of it for a moment. Um, the Ten of Swords is painful. Um, but it's also, you know, the, the, the shining, you know, line, the silver lining on it is that the worst thing has happened. He's been taken away from you, right? That's, you know, of course, it's always something worse, but like, you know, a worst case scenario has occurred. And now you can figure out both of you. Hopefully you're figuring this out together. It's not all on you can figure out. How, what's the next move? How are you guys going to be together? Um, the the card that follows that is the moon. So you're not going to know for a little bit. You know, I would say maybe it might be like a little bit of a rough summer. Well, well, he sort of um, figures out, you know, his role and what he's doing in his new spot. And you figure out how to put, return some of the focus back to yourself, you know, so that you're not just pining away from him while he's not around. Um, you know, when the moon card comes up, we just don't have the answers and it can be really frustrating. But um, I do I do think that you are supposed to kind of, you know, wait out this bumpy time with him because the cards for like looking elsewhere, you have the ace of swords. That's like, okay, that's good. It's like a new beginning, a new focus, right? It's mental. And then you get the prince of cups and the knight of swords, two guys that are just like, meh. They're just not, it's funny because it's like, well, obviously you'll look elsewhere for like dating. And I just see like, yeah, I guess there's some like people around that you would go on dates with, but they're just not that exciting, you know? Um, uh, you, I'm so sorry to interrupt, but you literally said word for yeah. word what he told me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just want to point that out. What He's like, oh, you're going to, if you walk away from me, you're just going to date a bunch of losers. <laughs> no, like I want to stick this out and kind of like see where things going, but I need to figure out like, 
how my career and what this new town is like, basically what he said to me. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. He's going to focus on like, okay, let me like put the oxygen mask on yes. myself right mm-hmm. before, you know, endeavor. Of, so, so, you know, when the 10 of swords is up, just know that like, and the moon, oh, I don't know, do what you can do to distract yourself from it over the summer, like hang out with your friends, you know, I don't know, go to the movies, whatever you can do to just sort of like, okay. not be guessing yeah. on it. It, it is going to take a minute, but it looks like that's, that's what you should be doing. Oh, there's peace. And then down the road after the moon, you get the peace card, two of swords. There will be peace of mind. There will be emotional harmony. It's moon in Libra. Libra loves a relationship. So it looks good for you. Thank you so much, Michelle. You're welcome. I'm sorry, you know, that you're going to have a, a sad girl summer, but you might have like a... I don't know distractions, it looks like. <laughs> like distractions around. Yeah, definitely, definitely distract yourself. Also, I just want to say, I love your book. I'm reading it right now, Modern Tarot. Oh, Connected with it so, so much. much. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. I won't take any more time. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Oh, you can always take a few more minutes telling me how much you like my book. Are you kidding? Um, Oh, speaking of, you guys, I have a brand new book coming out, but it has nothing to do with tarot. And it has everything to do with trying to get myself pregnant when I was 40 years old and I had no partner, no health insurance, but I did have a wonderful drag queen who said he'd give me sperm. So I wrote a book about it <laughs> and everything that happened after that. And it's called Knocking Myself Up. And you can pre-order it right now. It's out in one month. It's out on August 2nd. So you can pre-order it, you know, anywhere where you can buy books. You can pre-order this book. It's called Knocking Myself Up. I am going to do a book tour. I'm going to go around and do readings. And I really hope to meet some of you guys like in person when I do that. But I'll let you know more about that as it happens. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, let me see who else is in the room. I am coming to Portland. I'm going to be in Portland on August 5th at the Hollywood Theater with my uh, my troupe called Sister Spit. So you're going to get like lots of witchy weirdos like reading and doing funny things. I am going to come to San Francisco. I'm going to be at uh, with Sister Spit at Bampa in the in the East Bay on August 12th, and then I'm going to come back just by myself. I'm going to do something at um, Green Apple Books on the Park. I hope I can make it. Oh, God, I'd love to come to Buffalo. I'd love to come to D.C. Let's keep our fingers crossed, okay? There's so many places to go. All right, who else is out here that I can feel? Riley. Hello, Riley. You're up. Hi. Oh, my gosh. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you great. Thank you so much for calling on me. This was such a surprise. (laughs) Oh, good, good, good. Well, how can the tarot help you tonight? Um, so something I've been kind of mulling over my noggin is I've been getting a lot of different signs, um, like really specific signs, like cleaning off my altar space and finding, um, like a yellow jacket, just kind of like curled up, like he's just sleeping there. And that's happened two or three times now. And kind of just want to do like a, what's the universe trying to tell me? What vibes am I picking up on? It's like, I know they're there. The signs are there, but it's just the numbers aren't adding up kind of situation. Okay. So you kind of want like a, like a mystical vibe check. That sounds like exactly what I need. Okay, good. So what are these yellow jackets trying to tell you? Do you think that they might be trying to tell you to watch yellow jackets? Cause it's such a great show. 
Maybe. Oh my God, I've never watched the show. It's really good. I mean, it's really, you know, if you like scary, witchy teenage girls, um, which who doesn't? Um, but let's see, for serious now, for serious, what, let's get a vibe check here. This is just going to do one more little, little, okay. Ooh, okay, this is very interesting. So the very first card that came up, and again, I'm working with the Toth deck. So a card called Art came up, okay? And it is a riff on the Temperance card. But where the Temperance card is sort of about balance, um, the Art card really stresses the creation of a whole new thing. So, you know, the the um, in the Temperance card, the Temperance angel is like pouring water back and forth between each other. Um, but in this, it's like two things. It's more about alchemy. It's, it is quite a mysterious card. I'm not going to lie, but it's very positive. It's about um, cre- creativity and creating something. So I would ask you, what is it that you want to create? What, um, and also collaboration. Is there somebody around you that you want to collaborate with? Um, it is a, a big card about collaboration. The Princess of Wands is your next card. And, you know, that could be, if that collaboration thing is, is ringing a bell and, and feeling true, it could be representing that person. Otherwise, or, or and or, also you and your energy. The Princess of Wands is really fearless. And she's like taking a chance and she's jumping out there into the world. She's naked, which means she's vulnerable. Um, she's burning her fears on an altar, so it's sort of like the the those two cards together are a really strong message of like taking a creative chance and really putting yourself out there. And now this is very interesting. Your final card here is the 10 of swords, the ruin card, right? That that really hard card. And I don't believe that you know the universe is guiding you to like you know make some art, take a chance and then, you know, get stabbed in the back. I, I think what this is saying, have you had like do you do you have a past of feeling like not good enough to make art or maybe you had a situation where you were being creative but something bad happened or you didn't like how it went and it made you sort of like tamp your creativity down? Yeah, um, I feel like every time my brain comes up with something that I kind of, for lack of a better way of putting it, want to hyperfixate on and just like pursue all the way before I can even start the process, that like imposter syndrome kicks in and... Yeah. I just kind of bookmark the idea. I don't actually go after it. So, okay. Well, that, that's it. I mean, you, you can break that cycle right now. That is, um, the ruin card sucks, but it's a 10. So it means like, you know, this already, right? You, you just, you just, you know, you just like described it so perfectly, like chronologically, like I get an idea, I put it down there and then my brain comes up and then I get imposter syndrome and then I don't do it. So it's like, you, you know what that is. You have a really powerful, like window right now, for some reason, energetically, um, to really co- get, go against that, combat it, go to war against it. Um, it looks like you really, and then I picked a card again, being like, okay, if you, if you do that, right. If you, if you're just like, no, I'm not going to let this pattern keep stopping me from hitting, you know, my creative heights. What, what does that look like for you? And you got the six of wands victory, Jupiter in Leo, the most, one of the most creative signs, Jupiter meaning more and more and more. So this is beautiful. Like I'm actually getting chills. Like, I think that this is a very clear, strong message to get out of your head and into the energy, right? Into the, you know, you got three fire cards that are really positive. The art card is Sagittarius, Princess of Wands, I think is like Aries. And then the victory card is Leo. What sign are you? 
I am a Taurus, but my rising oh, okay, great. Oh, me too. So you you really need it. And, you know, to, I, I do think that Tauruses can struggle with getting their art off the ground because they you guys are so earthy and earthbound and practical. But like some of the best artists that I know are, are Tauruses. So you guys have really strong creative ability. You just have to give yourself, you have to just accept that it's not practical. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Like it doesn't have to you know, it doesn't have to be practical. It's just, um, it's something that you absolutely have to do. And I, I really believe that's the message of the little, of the little, uh, yellow jackets. Don't let them sacrifice any more of themselves for you. You've got to, you've got to do it. I love that. Thank you so much. That really is such a great message and probably something I absolutely needed to hear. Good. I'm really glad. Good luck to you. Let us know how it goes. I will. Thank you so much. Have a great night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. Yellow Jackets. I do love that show, Yellow Jackets, you guys. I binged it in like 24 hours. Me and TJ, my husband, we binged it in 24 hours. And afterwards, I was just like, oh my God, how will I live? How will I live now that I can't keep watching that? You know what I mean? Oh, it was so good. Anyway, anyway, watch it if you like things like that. If you like cannibal witchy teenage girls, watch it. Um, All right. I'm going to go over here. I saw somebody ask um, how to get on Discord. I don't know if there's anyone from your magic hanging out. If Vera is around or Vera might have other things to do. You know, Vera has a life, you guys. But uh, if she's here, if you're here, Vera, will you throw the Discord link uh, into the chat? Um, I think go to Discord and search for uh, your magic or this is your magic and you'll find the community. Um, and thanks for asking because I am psyched that people want to join it. Okay. You guys, this is a very mysterious question. Oh my God, Bita, thank you. Oh my God, thank you for putting that up there. Very, very kind of you. I really appreciate it. Um, I can't, it's just like, I can't do it from what, from, I can't do that and do this. You know what I mean? All right, you guys, this is, this is a, this is a deep question. Okay. I'm 35 years old and an Aquarius. I have been with my husband for 16 years, married for almost nine, though we have been technically separated for almost two years because of something I did back in 2020. He is a 41-year-old Sagittarius. I'm just trying to figure out if we will ever find our way back to each other as man and wife, husband and wife, man and woman. Okay. I'm also trying to figure out what to do for work. I'm currently serving in the National Guard and working part-time in retail with commission, which just isn't for me. Oh, I did that once in high school. It's awful. Uh, Before I joined the military, I was a CNA in all types of healthcare. COVID was what killed it for me. Oh, I bet. But anyway, financially, we are struggling and he is starting his own business. And I just feel lost and not finding anything that really calls to me or will help me help make a dent in most of my financial issues. We have no children except furry four-legged ones because I don't believe I can have any. We keep trying to get back to us, but then it seems I end up two steps back and I have not made any mistakes like I did two years ago. That was something I should never have done, but was in a dark place. And well, it's in the past now, but I am doing everything I can to make up for it. Oh, I got to say, what do you guys think? Like, I just feel like this person is so heavy hearted and, and just really, really like, yeah, very, very heavy hearted. And it's making me feel heavy hearted. Um, you got to forgive yourself. I know I feel sorry for this person too. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Okay. Um, get, I want to get my best friend, my hubby back. I don't know what the cards will tell you. Maybe they will be as confused as I am, but I'm just trying to get some insight as to what I need to do in all aspects of my life, I guess. Okay. 
wow, I picked a lot of cards for this person because I felt like the urgency felt powerful, but the questions were kind of fuzzy. You know what I mean? So, so let me see. Um, all right. You guys have been technically separated, but you are writing as if you're not right. Um, so, hmm. I said, first thing I did was to pick three cards and I'm using the mythic tarot, which uses, um, Greek and Roman mythology to illustrate. And oh, Quarant, you're in the chat. Oh my gosh. It's very sweet that you're here. We really feel your pain and I could feel your heaviness about this. So I wanted to know, like, you know, what does this look like? What what's the state right now? What is the energy vibe check on your energy with each other? The first card that came up is the King of Pentacles. So I'm guessing that is um your, you know, your husband, let's call him, you know, your partner, your best friend. It's representing him. He has a lot of power. Um, he also has the ability to be generous, right? That's the king of pentacles. He has a lot of power and he has the ability to be generous. So I, I hope he is being generous, right? It sounds like you did something that is that you, you know, hurt him, but it sounds like you're just as hurt by it. You know, uh, at least that's what I'm getting from this. Um, your next card that you got is the five of cups. It's so interesting because the five of cups in this mythic tarot, it's the, the whole cup suit is the myth of Cupid and Psyche, right? And so it's illustrating the moment where, um, Psyche betrays Cupid, right? She like, he had said, I'll give you all these things. I'm going to be like the best lover. I'm so rad, but you just can never know me. <laughs> you just can't ever turn on a light and look at me. I'll be here in the dark. Okay. And so Psyche, like any normal fucking human being at some point is like, I can't take this anymore. I got to look at, I got to see my husband. I got to see him. And she turns the light on and she sees, you know, that he's this beautiful angel. And he's like, what the fuck? That wasn't our agreement. Bye. And he's gone. So it's a, it's about betrayal, but it's also about like, you know, what were the expectations? Were the expectations too high? I don't know what you did. I mean, the obvious thing to think of is that you cheat, you cheated on, on your husband, right? Um, and you, but I don't actually know what you did. You don't say what you did. So I don't know if like, if in some way there is, um, you know, yes, you, you did something you wish you didn't do, but maybe like, does your husband have a part in it too? Were the expectations too high in the situation? Then you get the four of cups and it's so interesting. The four of cups in this deck, it shows Psyche, um, you know, with being tempted by her sister saying like, why doesn't he let you see him? You know, you should do something about that. It's like very interesting. So it, it, in the four of cups classically is about um, being dissatisfied with what you have. Right. So like you guys are not satisfied with what's happening right now, because, but it looks like you're being haunted by, you know, that th this betrayal is still very, very much alive. Um, okay, let me see. I, I'm seeing something here. Um, oh, God. I see. I'm getting a little bit of... I, I'm not going to read what's in the... Um, where should I read? Uh, let me know if I can read out loud what is in the the chat. What you're what what more you're sharing? I will. I'll still protect your anonymity. Don't worry. Um, but if that's okay, oh, I can. Okay. So she, the querent is in the chat right now, and she says he said he was divorcing me after COVID was over, and then turns out he wasn't going to. But I had already made the mistake. Huh? I'm still confused. Did you think this person was divorcing you, so you went and did something, and that's the mistake? 
because that would really fit with this. <laughs> um, because like, uh, that's like, you know, you were operating on information. This needs to be put behind you guys. Um, you were in a dark place over it. Of course you were. And, you know, if you know that you're being left, you've been returned to yourself. And I say you've got the right to do whatever you want. I see the King of Pentacles maybe being a little stingy. I see way too much um, emphasis being put on this mistake. And I see that you guys can't grow forward as long as that's the case. So I'm seeing, I asked the cards next, what needs to happen? What needs to happen in order for you guys to move forward and beyond this? Because you need to move beyond it. You both do. The first card is the Ace of Cups. Yes, a new beginning, a new emotional beginning. Um, the fact that you don't know if it was a test or not is fucked up, okay? I'm seeing now that the querent doesn't know if the husband was testing, like, I'm going to break up with you and let's see how you act now. Because if so, that's awful. Um, or if that's what they felt at that moment, you know, people say things when they're upset that they don't always mean. But, you know, your behavior is a consequence of what what your husband said. You know, you can't say things like that. There's a consequence, so if you guys want to move beyond it, you have to have a, you have to have Ace of Cups, a total new emotional beginning, okay? He forgives you completely for whatever you did. You forgive you completely for whatever you did. Um, you forgive him for fucking with your mind, whether or not he meant to. So, oh my God, you were working your butt off with COVID patients and the housework was slacking. What are you, a maid? You're not a maid. <laughs> Who cares if the housework was slacking? Like, first of all. Second, like, why is that your problem? You know, that's a communal problem. Um, wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> the next thing that needs to happen, if you guys want to be together, two of pentacles, change, big change needs to happen here in the way that you actually operate as a couple. And it's so interesting seeing this come up here. Um, I'm guessing from your from what you just said, that the housework was slacking and that was part of the problem because you were being an essential worker with patients. That's a big problem. That is a big, big, big problem. Um, so there needs to be a complete overhaul with that two, that two of, um, of, of discs there. I'm like, I, I almost like, I almost can't speak you guys. I'm so like, oh my goodness. And then your final one here is the page of pentacles. This is very, very interesting. So in the first thing that I got, your husband was the king of pentacles, right? And um, he's very like shadow. He was risking his too by stopping. Yeah, that doesn't matter though. That, that's great. You guys were both risking your life as essential workers, but why are you also the housekeeper? Huh? That is the problem here. That's the problem. Um, page of pentacles is what needs to happen. So your, your husband needs to... <laughs> stop being, um, he needs to stop being the king and be the page, right? So the page actually does not have as much power as the king. He ha he needs to let go of some of his power or some of his sense of power, some of his sense of entitlement. He needs to let go. The thing about the page of pentacles is they know that they're a beginner. They're just learning. They're just learning how this works. It's almost like your husband needs to re recognize that he doesn't know how to be in a relationship. Oh my gosh. I mean, that's a beautiful thing to actually admit. You know, so much of us don't know how to be in a relationship, right? Um, we're always, I mean, feel like I'm always learning how to better be in a relationship. It's good to have that kind of humility. It's like your husband needs to let go of this like patriarchal shit 
and just meet you as an equal, as somebody who also doesn't necessarily know how a house should be run. Maybe he was raised thinking the woman needs to clean the house. Okay, he's wrong. Can he admit that he's wrong and he doesn't know how a house should be operated? And you guys come together as a couple and figure out what works for the two of you. That's what needs to happen. I don't know if that's possible because a lot of this is reliant on your husband, right? A lot of it is reliant on your husband. I, of course, because there's a lot of red flags in this question, right? He was definitely not raised that way. Okay, cool, cool. You know, it's common enough, right? I mean, a lot of people think that that that's um, housework is something that should fall on the femme person in the relationship. But um, for whatever reason, it sounds like that's an expectation and I know it doesn't seem like it should be. So I did, I did pick a card to ask, what does it look like if you actually accept that this isn't a good match, you know, and, and, and moved on. Um, and here's what I got. This is, these are the cards for you leaving this relationship. Okay. Um, 10 of pentacles. Wow. The 10 of pentacles is actually quite beautiful. Um, it is like, it is, it's the very last card in the entire tarot deck. So there is a real sense of a big ending, but like that you've done all you could. You've gotten all you could. Everything that could have happened has happened. All of the wealth, all of the resources that could have been sort of mined from this um, from this situation, you've gotten everything that you could get out of it. Um, and there were good things to be gotten from it. But the next card that you get is the Ace of Pentacles, a whole new beginning for yourself, a whole new reality, a beginning and an ending right next to each other. It's It looks really powerful for me, um, to me, for you is who it looks powerful for. And then the final cup, this is very interesting. Again, another page, the page of cups. So this is, I think, you being like, wow, I need to... I, you know, kind of feeling like a little bit of an emotional beginner. Okay. Like, wow, what, what do I want in a, in a relationship? What's good for me in a relationship? What kind of person do I want? What do I want to take on? You know, like what roles feel good for me? What roles don't feel good for me? Um, you know, what are red flags? You know, how do I play into red flags? You know, what are, you know, all of these questions, the page of cups is just figuring it out. Um, so, you know, you've been with this person for such a long, long time. And it just seems like when you get in a relationship really young, you're probably still living inside all of those very youthful patterns, right? Yeah, 19. Oh my goodness, a teenager, a teenager. So, you know, you, you know, did your best as your, as your husband did, right? Um, but that's so young. You know, you were do, you're probably caught in a lot of 19 year old patterns and now you're 35. So, Making a break, you know, I mean, honestly, if your husband can rise to the occasion, it does look good, but that's a big if, right? Only you guys know if that's possible. If it's not, walking away looks beautiful for you. It really, really does. So I just, I never want, I don't want you to feel trapped in this situation. You are not trapped. You have a beautiful life ahead of you if you choose to leave this. This is not like the end all be all. Please forgive yourself. Please, please, please. Oh my God, I'm like drooling. Like, I hate that you're, you know, it's, it feels like you really got punked. Um, you just start over one step at a time. I just picked a card for you for forgiving yourself and it's the Empress. Okay. Just, just if you can trust in some sort of energy that is, that's larger than you, that wants you to feel good, that wants you to have real love, unconditional love, that wants you to have a true and equal partner who supports you and wants you to really feel what that feels like. 
Like that is the energy that is supporting you, um, forgiving yourself, knowing that knowing that you did everything that you could do, right? You're not a bad person. You, you know, people do all kinds of shit in relationships. And it sounds like you were set up a little bit in this. Um, a deep breath is a good start, Emily. Um, a deep breath really is a good start. Uh, lean on the other people in your life aside from, aside from your husband, right? Lean on this little community right here. Um, it's really scary to start over, but people do it all the time, right? Just think about it. Take strength from knowing that like women leave relationships that are bad for them every single day, right? Women do it with children. Women do it in situations that are even more harrowing. Um, and you know something? I just picked another card and like you might actually be able to have kids, okay? Um, all you have there is your mom and you can't stress her out. You know, like that's a whole other question. Like that sounds like you don't need to protect people from your reality. You know, there's, um, I really recommend Al-Anon. I'm going to do it, you guys. Do I always do this? I do. Wherever you are, there's an Al-Anon meeting. And you might think that, you know, you have to have like an alcoholic mom or husband to go, but it's not true. People go to help themselves figure out their people problems. And this is a people problem, right? Like being in relationship, how to be in relationship, honestly, and get what you want and take up that space. How to, how to ask your mother for support, you know? Um, you know, how to, how, and, and also you'll make friends. You'll make friends with other people who are on a, a like a growth centric path. Um, but it looks like, it looks like you might just have to trust a little bit that you can do it and really believe in yourself. Um, I'm reading somebody in the chat right here says, as someone who had a major split at 35, it's so tough. But the other side is so, so rich and empowering, sending you so much love and powerful energy, Nicole. We all are. You, we all have your back here. And I know that like, you know, it's 7.01. Pretty soon I'm going to end this room and, you know, you'll, you're going to be wherever you are, a little bit alone. But please know that energetically you're not alone. You have all of us rooting for you. Um, and again, like you don't have to stay in a bad situation. People figure this out. Just know that people who have like a lot less resources, you know, figure this out and you can figure it out too. You have the empress on the other side of all of this. It's really okay to feel like a beginner again. Um, oh gosh, you joined the military. Um, oh wait, somebody joined the military. Oh wait, it's, it's yeah. Our querent here joined the military at 34 and showed up a ton of teens and 20 year olds. See, there you go. Um, you have, you have a lot of energy. You just need to believe in yourself. Um, like what's the what's the alternative staying in a relationship that's kind of torturing you that's that's blaming you for things that you shouldn't be blamed for i don't like that all right you guys thank you so much for all showing up for being so wise all the time in the chat and so so like beautifully you just have such beautiful energy thank you for being here um we'll be here again next thursday we'll be here every thursday and um, if you want to send in a question, please do. I do get to them sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. Um, oh, Bita, get here when you can get here. I mean, you know, if you have to miss this room because you're on a date, I think that's awesome, frankly. Okay, I'm going to end the room now. I love you guys. I'll see you next Thursday. Take care. Hi, friends. Remember to catch Ask the Tarot live right here on Spotify every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can join me for a journey through the cycles of life, love, aspiration, all in real time. 
want me to do a reading for you? Just download the Spotify Live app for free today. It's available in the App Store and you can join me every week I go live. You'll be able to meet really unique people, chat with other listeners, and even ask questions of your own. Remember, you can always listen to Ask the Tarot live on Spotify every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Want to be part of the conversation? Download the Spotify Live app for free today and make sure to follow the Ask the Tarot show page to be notified every time we go live. 